Thanks for joining us again. Maddie's back. So Gibbo, a couple of episodes ago. Maddie, your return. You don't look overly enthused about what we're going through. I have as much enjoyment on my face as Chuck Norris does at any point in his life. <laughs> you know what? His fucking performances. His performance in those ads for that fucking exercise machine. Is like, I believe he's working hard. Yeah, I do I not believe, believe he's wanted me to buy that fucking gym. <laughs> that gym set. Yeah. When when he's got fucking forty percent shares, yeah, he's yeah. fucking. Of course he's fucking. Yeah. He's acting his bloody heart out. All right, tonight, Chuck Norris, Hellbound. Uh, we talked about this a while ago, Jared, I believe. And we felt that, yeah, Chuck Norris versus the devil. We had to look you at had it. had to look at it. So we We went ahead with that. <laughs> Can I just <laughs> say that we kind of cooled on it until you um, started sending around a picture of Chuck Norris <laughs> kicking a bloke in the balls. <laughs> and we said, oh, well, that clenches it. We've got to watch it now. <laughs> correct, correct. All right, but before we get to that, and I'm sure everyone's fucking bursting to get to <laughs> But let's have a bit of a whip round. Maddie, we haven't seen you for a while. Just give um, us a few recent faves and uh, uh, negatives. Yeah, it's, I've been sticking to the sport a lot, but I watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows. I watched the movie of that. Oh, yeah? That was, uh, was entertaining. I'm very happy with that one. But nothing significant. The, no. Uh, no, 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 no. Nothing, nothing really. Nothing that pops out. note. Maddie's a man of the world, Adam. We were too busy the other night getting out to gigs and stuff. Like we just, <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, when you roll in Maddie's circles, you got other, th- you got yeah. better things to do. Yeah. We, we sat and, t- and enjoyed two and a half hours of Colin Hay. Oh, how just was Colin? It, it was oh, good. Yeah, sensational. Yeah. He's good. very good. Yeah, yeah stand-up stand up comedy act and some tunes to oh, top he, it off as well. Was he the stand-up comedy act? No, no, he's, he's, he's just a funny bloke. Oh, who, okay. you know, he'll play a song and then he'll tell you a story for five minutes. So. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. What did you watch? Because um, you, you, you are never short of some bullshit. That well, I've kicked off watching The X-Files on Disney Plus from the start. Hey. About eight episodes deep. Like, The X-Files was at a time where I was... I'd watch a few episodes here and there, but I never tuned in every week. Mm. So I thought, i really got to go back and check it out because I always enjoyed it and it's definitely something that's in the in the wheelhouse that I should be checking out. So I went right back to the start. So, yeah, so far, so good. Pretty much. That's uh, a good show. Yeah, yeah. I think it's got the whole monster of the week vibe, but then they they dip into. So far, what I'm seeing is they dip into some recurring stuff. Yeah. But Duchovny and and Gillian Anderson are both really really good, and the whole dynamic of he's all in and she needs to be convinced. Yeah. I mean, I'm not tiring. I'm not tiring of it yet. I'm I'm seeing like uh, I'm wondering how many seasons that will work for, but I yeah. know they're going to throw. Some how long did it go for? Well, it had. I think it was initially it was eight seasons yeah. before. Was it the eighth season or the ninth season where Robert Patrick came in? Yeah, to come the left. They had a, the movie in the middle of. And they had a two movies, five actually. and six. Well, they had the movie in the middle of five right. and six. Then they had another movie. Then they yeah. had the movie after it had been finished for a few years, yeah. and then they did another season. What a year or two ago, another two seasons. So they're all on Disney Plus. So I'm, right. I'm working my way through the lot. So yeah, pretty happy with that so far. Yeah. Although the scariest thing I've seen so far was when Doug Hutchison appeared, and I was like, oh fuck! Yeah, I well, thought huh. more about his recent exploits <laughs> rather than and lock again, up, lock up your fifteen year old daughter. I mean, again, it's a shame because the guy's a fantastic actor, yeah. but you just can't watch it now without going. Ooh. <laughs> so that was on there. 
I got my 4K editions of the next crop of Halloween movies. So right. I, I've now got all the way up to Resurrection on the new Shout, Shout Factory 4K editions. So I started the watch through. Okay. I think I might have started it last time we were there, but I went through. You yeah, did. You, we started the, you started the original. Yeah. The original. So I've watched Halloween 2. Enjoyed it again this time around. I still think. I know a lot of people think that's the closest to the original, but I still think there's a fair margin between those two. I do love Halloween 2, but it's not quite not quite in the same ballpark. Halloween 3, I mean, shit, I can't say enough about Tommy Atkins. And, oh, yeah. Only oh, the, the, world, the world's most fucking virile doctor. Yeah, yeah. And, and also the worst. Also the worst. <laughs> I mean, worst. every woman he comes in contact with, he seems to have had some sort of sexual relationship with. Yeah. He's hanging that six-pack on top of the fucking... <laughs> yeah, I've got <laughs> other things to do. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get out of town. I'm really busy. I've got six a six-pack, though. So, um, yeah, I love that one. That's, that's always a good time. <laughs> Halloween 4, I fucking... I loved it, watching it this time around. I mean, I've always had a soft spot for Halloween 4, but I just, I, yeah, I just, I think this time around it just kind of solidified that I just love that one. I really love it. I think it's got one of the better atmospheres. I think, yeah, it copies some of the original stuff, but it does it really well. So, uh, yeah, I really like that one. Halloween 5, yeah, I mean. I think that's right at the bottom. Right one. at the bottom. couple of good things, but of course we've talked about, I mean, I, I can never get over Michael fucking shambling around under a tree in the background <laughs> of that fucking scene. <laughs> I, just, I just can't get past that. Halloween 6, Adam... You continue I, to let it rise. Adam, I watched Halloween 6 three times this week. Three times? <laughs> Holy shit. I watched the theatrical, I watched the producers, but then I started watching the producers again with, with the commentary them. from Daniel Farrens and Alan Howarth. So, yeah, I pretty much watched it, <laughs> watched it three. I mean, there was some fast-forwarding on particular bits when I watched the producers' cut because some of it's the same, but it's got massive problems. We all know that. But I think I've, I really like some of the Michael stuff in that one. Really? I think Michael looks good. I know you 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 have previously described George, George B. Wilbur Wilbur's being out of shape. Uh, he's out of shape. He's fucking out of shape, all right. <laughs> but I actually you think know, gets felt. The mask is one of the better better masks from the sequels. He, I think, some of the direction of the Michael stuff is actually pretty good in parts that I previously hadn't given it credit for. So, yeah, I I, I like <laughs> Halloween Six is a bit of a good time now, and I mean the theatrical and the. I can't really pick. I think I stick with the producers because it makes for a tighter story all round, whereas the theatrical just ditches some of the stuff, so then they end up with these plot holes and you wonder what's going on. And I've I've still got no fucking idea how they end up in a fucking lab with fetuses in, in the tanks and green goop and shit. But aside from that, you remove that aspect of it. It's take, not a bad thing. Take that incomprehensible um, <laughs> nonsense out of it. She's saying she's brilliant. But yeah, you know, then you go to the producer's cut, which is a tighter story because it fills out all those plot holes. But we, we have the fucking stone cutters operating under Smith's <laughs> like, It's fucking strange. And, you know, I know Daniel Farron's on the commentary out and out says, look, I never saw Michael as. The father, as the father of the child. But when you watched it, you can't get any other fucking <laughs> idea angle. about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking weird. But yeah, that was that was pretty fun. And the last thing I... Um, actually, two more. The doco series, Dark Side of Comedy, which I oh, think yeah. is made by the same people that made the Dark Side of Wrestling. 
Yeah, really cool. I think I'm up to episode nine now. Very much enjoying it. It kind of goes up and up and down. There's a few episodes where they're covering ground that we know, and a couple of episodes where it's just it feels like the old VH1 behind the music kind of scenarios. But there's a couple of crackers in there. I really like some of some of the stories that they went over. And the last did you get to screech? I did. Fucking I did get screech. screech. What was Screech doing? I mean, he was making fake sex tapes. Yeah, yeah, fake sex tapes. And, then and his stand-up comedy did not go down No. Well. <laughs> it wasn't funny. So. No, it was not funny. Yeah. Boxing crew. But again... Like he might have been on a celebrity boxing. Yeah. Again, it did highlight the issues with people who become famous when they're young. Yeah. And how, you know, he fucking had no... He wasn't equipped to handle any of the money that he had or anything like that. And, and I actually thought uh, the bloke from Charles in Charge, who played Buddy, mm. who's on there as an older... He, he, some of the stuff he says is fucking spot on. Yeah. He's just like, you know, as you say, you got all this money, you're not equipped. I mean, adults aren't even equipped. Yeah, exactly. With this. And then, you know, he, he brought up the fact that what was happening on the show pretty much happened to him, that the other kids were a little bit older, so he kind of got isolated and he... Yeah. Didn't have any friends on the set and shit, so... Yeah, it was pretty sad. That one was actually a lot sadder than I thought it was going to be. Mm. And the, the the whole stabbing incident. Yeah. It seemed like it was very much not his fault. No. And no, then he had a group of assholes. Yeah, he had a knife probably on Probably should have just left. Done. He probably should have just left, but he had a group of assholes that fucking provoked him for hours, seemingly, and then it fucking turns into a fight. And something happens, and then the other bloke fucking cries foul and sues him. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, righto. That sounds about right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really enjoying that series. Okay. And the last one is I did check out Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. How was that? Really cool, really cool. It's suffering what a lot of the Marvel movies at the moment are suffering from, which is there's no fucking... There is not a world in which this movie needs to be two hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> But we're setting up TV shows and shit, so we have to stuff an extra character in and things like that. The Chadwick Boseman stuff is handled... Well? Brilliantly. It's the best part of the movie. They touch on that a couple of times. Namor is really good. The mm-hmm. guy that acts... He's got some really cool dialogue. His performance is excellent. Some some silly stuff that comes around in that, but overall really cool. Letitia Wright is excellent. Credit where credit's due. She's such a good actor that she's playing somebody who relies so heavily on science that she makes me forget about all her science-denying bullshit in real life. Uh, <laughs> so, <yes>. uh, <laughs> just for a little bit of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just but, for two hours, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Dis- Disney has done a fantastic job just waiting for that to kind of slip away before we throw her. Because I was looking at it and I'm like, she's the obvious choice to be the Black Panther in the next one. And then I was kind of looking at where it's all going to go and I'm thinking, is this where they're going to go? And then I thought, they couldn't really because of all her bullshit and all this sort of stuff. And then we kind of... I'm not going to give it all all away where, where we end up, but Disney's done well at just kind of at, at allowing that to slip away so they can then just kind of put their plans in place on screen and allow her to be seen as she a really good actor, yeah, which yeah. she is. Until she puts something anti-Semitic on her <laughs> Until Twitter. Until someone lets her, exactly. lets her go to her phone and yeah, yeah. Twitter. And then well, the problem is they got her off Twitter. She, hadn't, she hasn't been doing that shit on Twitter for a long time, but apparently on the set she was all on about it. Yeah. And they kind of just say, oh, no, 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 that didn't happen, and just kind of... But just I reckon quiet, she's... Listen, she, I reckon shut she's, the fuck up about that stuff. I reckon right? she is a prime candidate to kind of 
go again with yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. Fuck off. Unless, but it <laughs> seems like Disney have basically just. I mean, Disney's just done it with. They they allowed that to happen with Death on the Nile as well. Not Death on the Nile. Yeah, Death yeah, on the yeah, Nile as yeah. well. I mean, you, you can't let it slip away with Army Hammer, but they wait till it kind of simmers down a little bit, then they drop it out. I mean, that came out without me even realising Russell Brand had been doing that shit too. Yeah, I know, I know. So her and Russell Brand are in there. Army Hammer's in there. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> As we've said before, just, poor old Kenneth oh. Branagh, every week he's just going, oh, for fuck's sake, when are we going to get this movie out? <laughs> or he'd be glued the cast, cast together and going, shut the fuck yeah, up. Get off Go Twitter, you pack of assholes. <laughs> Let me release a fucking film. <laughs> but but see, yeah, the Army Hammer stuff, because it's so kind of hideous... Yeah. That's never going to go, go away. Yeah. So you can't do anything about that. Mm-hmm. And anybody yeah. who's... No one's releasing anything with him in it. No. Like, he's not going to get work. He's no, fucked, no, mate. No. Like, sell the timeshares, mate. Is he? Is he currently? <laughs> did they say that he was, he was spruiking timeshares in the Cayman Islands? Something like that. They did mention something at the end of that doco, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, About yeah. him. But, yeah, they always say Hollywood forgives these people. Man, not not in this case. No, like, I don't think so. If, he, if, if he was forgiven, I'd be fucking ropeable. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you'd be going backwards because what he did was fucking horrendous. And there's no excuse for any of that shit. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. All right. I had a very minor amount. I watched Enola Holmes finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't mind that. It was all right. Do you? So you watched the first one? Yeah. Did you? You haven't watched the second one? No, yet? no, I haven't watched the second one yet. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was pretty good. Yeah, it's good entertaining stuff. Good actors. Yeah, good actors, and um, you know, it's got a few little problems here and there, but other than that, it's quite good. Yep. And then basically, I watched a couple of docos. I watched one about crack on Netflix mm-hmm. about the crack epidemic. Mm. Yeah, not good. <laughs> crack was not a good time. Right. No. Uh, in the 1980s. Well, there was a little bit of that, a little bit about that on uh, you know the Richard Pryor episode of Dark Side of Comedy, yeah. or a lot about that. Yeah, I yeah, say. yeah. They yeah. mention him too because yeah. that's kind of how how crack itself came to the fore because Pryor fucking was freebasing yeah, cocaine yeah. and caught caught on fire. I think uh, what's his name, Jimmy Walker, that used to do the day and old mate, or whatever. Yeah. He's on there and he's like. Richard was keeping small countries in business, basically. Yeah, he was right. saying the amount that he used to do was just um, unbelievable. And the last one was a uh, it was a three episode true crime doco called Killer Sally. It's about this fucking female bodybuilder, and she was she married another bodybuilder, and then I she saw that one too. killed him. Yeah, and it kind of examines the it relationship. Does a good job of showing. Yeah, you, yeah. You don't know who the and it's really interesting because. Because she's a bodybuilder, you're then saying, "Well, she was fucking aggressive and shit." Yeah. Like, where's the who's the who was the problem child here? Him or her? I don't know which way I sort of fell, but her, her being interviewed and the way she fires up a couple of times, yeah, I thought oh, I don't think I don't think old mate was fully fucking hinged up. <laughs> like, I'm not doubting that he may have been problematic too. I mean, they were, they were fucking all both on the juice. They would have both, both been arrogant. Yep, yep. So I can see how both of them would have been doing the wrong thing. At I mean, that's times. bodybuilding, fuck yeah. Mm. I mean, 
Arnie. And you only watch Pumping Iron to see that Arnie's, her talking Arnie's about, an arrogant prick. The best part of that, though, was her talking about how the... Because the, she was making those movies, the fake wrestling oh, movies, yeah. where she'd wrestle people. <laughs> oh, and she said that community bailed her out. Yeah, they paid the 100000 to get her out of prison. And she goes, that's why I don't shit on them. Yeah. Because a lot of people shit on this in- this part of the industry and say that, yeah, these guys are all weirdos and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they fucking bailed me out they're the ones that stood, Yeah, they, they're the only ones that stood by Some them. of those videos, though. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking stitches. <laughs> they're shooting guns. Play, they're shooting guns. Fucking manhandling these little blokes. <laughs> 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 oh, fucking twisted up. Oh, I was just there going, are, are you guys getting off on this? <laughs> 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 I have never been so fucking unaroused in my life. You just there going, what the fuck? Yeah. I really enjoyed that. How do you put that on a, you know, an employment form? Second gig, your side hustle. What's your side yeah. hustle? Well, I twist little men into pretzels occasionally <laughs> on video. Yeah. yeah, I've got a couple of tapes here. If you like. That was lucrative for her. It was lucrative. She was making more than the husband at that point. He was like a world championship boy. Yeah. He, was like, he was in. He was, he was actually in, in the, the, the pro yeah. ranks. Top yeah. 15 in the world. And... And she was bringing you more coin than him. Yeah. By wrestling little men and <laughs> It's kind of cool that they, that they examine, they examine the weightlift, the um, bodybuilding thing as a, as a control thing. You've got to control every aspect of your life and you need people to support you in that or they're gone. And, um, and you can see how she would have been part of that as well. Like she was. So the problem that they would have had too was the way I looked at that dynamic of that relationship is they're both bodybuilders. Yet as she was saying, he was getting all the roids. Yeah. Like, he was the pro. So what... And there was really no women's... Scene. Strong enough women's scene, pro scene. And just like any women's sport, it doesn't make anywhere near the money that the men's stuff does. Mm. So what ends up happening is she couldn't really get into that. Yeah. So he's... All the money's been used on roids for him. Yeah. And she's forced to fuck... <laughs> so you can't fucking They're talking about that. Having a giggle. No, they're talking about how disgraceful. I have to watch it now. You have to. Every time you're talking about it, you're breaking into a smile and a laugh. And I'm like, they're talking okay, about how I'm disgraceful the first women's bodybuilding competition was because, like, nobody had the physique or whatever. Yeah, yeah. none of the muscle, muscle, they were no, they were, so it was just sort of. And just people had, people had it on, but people had no interest in it. Yeah, yeah. But it was just a really interesting dynamic because she would have also been trying to tell him what to do as well, you know. Yeah. You need to cut this, you know, to eat. You know, she, she talked about his schedule, you know, and everything mm. was fucking scheduled out. This tournament's coming up, you're yeah. doing this, you're, you're getting on the diuretics at this point, so, you you know. So she would have been engaging with him about that. Yeah. I could see that kind of creating friction because mm. then he's saying, well, fuck off, you know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to yeah. prepare. I was firmly in the camp of he was playing around and oh, she got the shits and killed him. Definitely. He was firmly in the ground of that. His fucking dick was parking in <laughs> a number of garages that it shouldn't have been. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think she, she killed him deliberately. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think there was an incident involving violence. I mean, the prosecutor basically lays it out there that there's, there's one way to tell that she... She deliberately did did it. Yeah. And the way they explain it, I just sort of felt, man, that sounds about yeah. right. So, but it's it's actually quite quite a good doco. Uh, and that's it for me. Mm. Oh no, no, sorry, sorry, I watched something today. It's called Shark Bait. Mm. It's on binge. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> deep Blue Sea Three. Uh, Shark Bait. She's definitely Deep Blue Sea Three. Right. Uh, Shark Bait. Look, you know what? It was made for cheap. 
by the look of it. And it was stupid as. Yeah. And the acting's terrible. And the special effects, for the most part, are kind of piss poor. Well, not piss poor, but they're not, not great. It does have a couple of moments that were quite quite well handled. And, in fact, the guy keeps the shark, the director keeps the shark out of it. You know, like, keeps the shark off screen for as much as possible. Mm. So to avoid it looking really, really cheap. Yeah. Went for 75 minutes, Jerry. Sounds like it lacked... <laughs> 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 I, was, I was straight through it. Sounds like it lacked, uh, you know... Probably needed a scene where half a body comes <laughs> motoring through on a little... <laughs> um, <laughs> on a side note, I'm, I might have dabbled in Love in the Dark. Love I in the Dark? Dabbled in it. I bet you more than dabbled. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't dabble. I dabbled in Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> I was eating some risotto tonight oh, watching God. an episode she was squeezing shit out of someone's Sounds back. exactly oh. like what you want to be eating when you're Dr. Like, Pimple Popper. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I'm not hungry. What's love in the dark? They, uh, they, there's a group of what, guys and a group of girls. Fondle around and then next thing you know. No, that's what I thought it was going to be. I was hoping. And it was, they just basically, they, they, they have dates, but they're not, they're in separate rooms, but they can hear each other. Oh, no, is that love is blind? Love is blind. Yeah, yeah, oh, don't worry, I've dabbled in that too. Yeah, 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 You're course, not allowed on course. that one. Shit of a show. Yeah, definitely. I love the way, there was the one episode people, I saw man. the other day where the bloke goes, our connection is deep. And I was like, you've known her for fucking 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You cannot be telling me your connection's deep. If you, if you were one of these yeah. people that I knew wanna... these guys and you're, they're like, I've never opened up like this to anyone in my life, you'd just be like, if you were that, that kid's parent, you'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I raised you from a child. And of yeah. course, you know, it's always good when the bloke sits there and goes, oh, the connection's so deep, and then they turn the lights on and he goes, oh, fuck, I like redheads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, you know. yeah, yeah. They go, oh, damn, I should have gone with the other one. <laughs> oh, God, the other girl was much better. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of bloke. Yeah. And you wonder why, but you know what? I totally believe it when they say, I've never opened up like that in my entire life. You know why? Because they're the most fucking narcissistic pack of yeah, motherfuckers yeah. I've ever yep. seen. There was a dude on there, so yep. he was he was he got into talking about his tantric sex and how <laughs> yeah, what's these is so these things. And then, oh, and then basically <laughs> basically in order to stay on the show you have to propose to someone. Yeah, yeah. So he's proposed and then uh, when he's been rejected, he pulled out fake tears oh, yeah. <laughs> so that he could make it look like he was crying. He gets the fucking bottle out, man, but he goes, I go, he goes, oh, my eyes are sore. And you hear the, you hear the producer going, well, you can, you can put that stuff in if you want. He puts it in, and then two seconds later he goes, I never cried so hard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Oh, these blokes, that's what I mean. They're, they're so narcissistic. Of course they've never opened up. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they haven't got the fucking capacity to do it. Mm. They're, they're just assholes. It was <laughs> pretty funny watching some of them get embarrassed, though. They were just like, one of the girls just ripped shreds off the guy, and uh, I don't think he'd ever been told before. What a fucking tool. What a, what a, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're a fucking boring dildo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, th- there shit. was one episode where wait, the... I don't think it was... No, it wasn't a Tantric Sex guy. It was some other boat who proceeded to tell us on the honeymoon, you know, cuts... Like, after they finally got married, and then they, they go and have a sort of a... I guess it's a couple of days away somewhere, and we get him sitting here in his fucking robe on the bed, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we had sex. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, she said it was excellent. <laughs> and I'm just like... 
Uh, you sound like you've never fucking had a root in your life. Like you're so desperate to let us know. And then later on, he gets shit-faced at the gig, at a party they have, and the other girl that he'd been sort of ch- mm. chatting up in the pod, she comes along. And he proceeds to get pissed and then tell his missus that he married. Oh, she was a fucking smoke show. <laughs> <laughs> I was just being honest. He's going, oh, just upfront honesty. And I'm like, no, mate. No, 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 no. You need to stop with your honesty right now. That uh, girl's family was fucking crazy. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The yeah, brother yeah. wanted to fuck the sister, I swear to God. Are you right? He was... <laughs> He was he right was into yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. You want to be with my sister? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of that shit is just unbelievable. It's a mixture of fucking The Bachelor with all these different yeah. shows into like a dirty stew of... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a... It's a, oh, it's a booyah base. You, would not, you wouldn't even spit in it. <laughs> oh, my God. But is that... Let, let's let's get off that. Up. Fair enough. <laughs> we, we all, we, I mean, I feel like you two, have just started, you two have just started a new podcast, and I, I'm sorry, I can't be on it. Yeah, you'll, be on it. <laughs> you'll definitely be on it. Uh, you'll be the. Uh, you'll be. We'll get Gibo in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's Gibo in all that stuff. All right. Okay. Let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 1994's Hellbound. Hellbound from 1994, directed by Aaron Norris, brother of Chuck, who directed Forest Warrior. Stay tuned, because <laughs> we'll definitely be getting to Forest Warrior. Adam, can you tell me if he's directed anything that doesn't involve Chuck Norris? I don't believe he has. I haven't got his full resume, but I'm pretty sure the majority of it. I believe he started in the stunt game slightly before did, Chuck yes. became an actor, but then they quickly... 
intertwined their careers, which... <laughs> no, slightly before Chuck became a guy who walked in front of cameras. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I was not an actor. I misspoke. <laughs> <laughs> Produced by Dean Raphael Ferrandi, who produced Sidekicks, another Chuck Norris film, and Anthony... Radio, who produced Free Jack. The stories by Ian Rubin, Anthony Radio, and Brent V. Friedman, who wrote Mortal Kombat Annihilation. And this great <laughs> classic is by Brent Friedman and Gallen Thompson, going under the alias Donald G. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, mate. <laughs> if you're going to use alias, go right off the beaten yeah, path, mate. Don't go straight yeah, yeah. down the Thompson route. I mean, you've left a, you've left a few crumbs on that trail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I found you. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote sidekicks as well. So this is a real... Chuck Norris affair. You know, so everyone. He, needed to, he needed to use an alias on this one so the people that were on Sidekicks didn't know that he was affiliated because that was such a high-end affair as well. <laughs> I haven't seen that one, but, uh, yeah, I believe it's uh, not good either. It stars Chuck Norris as Frank Shatter, Calvin Lewis as... Uh, sorry, Calvin... I think it was Levels, Levels as Calvin Levels, Jack- yeah. Jackson. Christopher Neem as Lockley and Cherie J. Wilson as Leslie. I couldn't find any budget, and there's no box office because it was dumped into the, the video bins. <laughs> and this is the last film from the Canon Group before it went bankrupt. Ow. Ow. As I said, if this is what you're fucking writing your company and saying, well, we're in bankruptcy trouble here, but we've got hell bound up. We've got one fleet. more bullet in the chamber. What do we do? Put it to our head. <laughs> Because <laughs> they went bankrupt immediately after. <laughs> I think pretty much tells you what was going on. This must have been a passion project. Oh, oh like we've run out of money. We've got one more to do. Yeah, Chuck Norris versus the devil. I love the fact that um, it is actually uh, fully, fi- I believe, fully filmed in Israel. Mm. Yeah. Is even the shit that's meant to be in America? Was that all? In yeah, Israel? I'm pretty sure it was all in Israel. You put a bull's mug and a Jordan poster up and... Hey. That's Chicago. Chicago <laughs> for you. All right. Maddie, what was your take on Hellbound? Uh, it had the bones of a good movie. The, it, a buddy cop movie, Chuck Norris versus the Devil. Uh, it had some good stuff there. It just was... The execution was really, really poor. <laughs> <laughs> the, the script was horrible. The acting was subpar. And... Uh, the the love side plot was incomprehensible. Yeah, yeah, that's that's going to come in for some some treatment. That stuff. Yeah. What did you give it out of five? I'll give it one and a half. One and a half. Good, solid, Jared. Yep, one and a half. One and a half. Very fair. Yeah, there's just. I agree with Matty. The idea is not so terrible. I mean, it's outlandish, but I would have been right on board if you gave me something a bit, a few laughs, a bit of action, or whatever. For a Chuck Norris film, it's fucking light on the blues. It's, there's not ma- not many punch-ups. The humour doesn't work. There's a bunch of these side plots that just kind of are there but don't go anywhere. Lack intrigue. Yeah. Yeah. Tough hang, this one. Tough <laughs> hang. One and a half. I'll join you on one and a half. We should have watched it on one and a half speed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah true. Just, I don't, again, I agree that it's all right putting these action stars against bigger supernatural villains but you can't just kick mm. his head in 
Yeah, or you're like, purposely <laughs> playing with the conventions. Yeah, you've got to yeah. have Chuck Norris no longer being able to use what he would normally use. Yeah, Chuck right. Norris playing with the conventions was... How about I kick him a few times, but then when I find out what his weakness is, I hit him with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, that'll work. That's it. Sounds about right. That was, um, yeah, there's definitely no weakness in Chuck Norris at any point in this no. movie. And I, I mentioned to you before when we were talking about it, I, something like End of Days. That's what End of Days does with Arnie. Mm. He, it, it, it immediately within the first 25 minutes of End of Days, you've already learned that Arnie's a fucking drunk and, and, a, a, and not, not, you know, he's unstable as doing the work that he's doing, mm. but he's, he also gets his ass kicked within the first 20 minutes by someone, you know, a demon within the devil's sort of... Yeah, yeah. And you know that he's not going to be able to do what he would normally do. Yeah. The problem you got with Chuck is he can't act. No. Not that Arnie can act greatly either, but Arnie's at least got presence. Arnie is miles ahead. Yeah. He streaks ahead of Chuck. Chuck has got nothing. His nothing. fucking his rage is non-existent. I saw nothing. His face did not change. I mean, he smiles occasionally and then delivers a line in exactly the same tone as when he's not smiling. It's like a, it's like the range is from like. Zero to zero point one. Yeah, it's, there's nothing. There's nothing there. It's kind of Chuck going for this. I'm I'm the toughest man in the world. Top of five. I mean, Chuck's delivery is exactly the same to a woman he's just described as a twelve. The delivery in that scene is identical to the scene where he's just discovered that he's fighting a, a fucking servant of Satan. And he's got powers. <laughs> <about. It's>, it's, <laughs> and Chuck's response is Beelzebub. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, my response is right. I'm getting on a fucking plane and getting out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. but Chuck's response is, I believe at one point he even does say that. Yeah, I think we should leave this to the Israeli police. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. And he's fucking straight back on the couch. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Can't right. himself. All right. Any. Let's go for some any of the good things. Some likes. Uh, I actually think the um, so going with the early sequence, other than looking a little bit like a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> I, 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 I initially thought I'd walked in on Jabberwocky. <laughs> um, I couldn't say it looks cheap. The start of it actually looked like yeah, reasonable sets. Looks like there's a bit of money. Yeah, I thought and the costumes overall, and all that sort of stuff looked mm, perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. and overall. When you extend to the, the modern day and whatever, the setting is not an issue at all. No. They actually get it, get a bit out of that. Well, the fact that they filmed in Israel and the, they, the, the, set of the, the setting of the film is we have to go to Israel, you, you're not sitting there going, well, fuck, Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> Vancouver is, 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 you know, subbing in for Israel. Yeah. So at the very least, we're on... No, there's no questions about the authenticity of all that. Yep. Yeah. Which I think kind of works in its favour. Also, Aaron Norris with a slight bit of craftsman work at the start, as we see a couple of horses riding across the sun and <laughs> dropping down. <laughs> Guys on horseback going across the land. Yeah, yeah. I thought, hey, on. You thought I'll get my crowding shots out early and then I'll just go back to my pedestrian. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he started putting the camera at his brother, he went, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm out of ideas. God damn it, Chuck. If only you'd let me express my creativity. Honestly, as a director, I reckon it's like the FBI talking to Homer Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hello, Mr. Thompson. <laughs> I think that's what it'd be like working yep. with him. Yep. I think uh, you're right. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect analogy. <laughs> Yeah. Find your yeah. foot three times. <laughs> I think he's talking to you. <laughs> All the outtakes are just that. Yeah, yeah. I think he's talking to you. You say to the fucking sidekick oh bloke. All right, okay. I did like Demon putting his hand through the guy's guts yeah. when, they, when they robbed the grave. Yep, I thought that was good. I thought we were actually going to get a little bit of a uh, little bit of horror tinged work in here when we, that happened. We did get some piss poor effects though. Yeah. Jump in some, there's one in the early stages when the knights are fighting and yeah. the fucking guy's face falls off. And <laughs> <laughs> just looks like a bad case of acne. Yeah. <laughs> My favourite part in that scene, just to go back to it, the He's like, ha ah, they can't get to me. The gates are down. And then a couple of arrows just go straight yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ah, cool. yeah. yeah. Solid doors <laughs> 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 I was like, is this who we're dealing with? Yeah, it, it may be the 11th fucking... The, yeah, yeah. The 11th century or whatever, but fucking crossbows were still in yeah. play, mate. His scouts didn't do a real good job. But that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that seems to be a large part of their, their uh, arsenal there. I actually like the fact that when, when they first... When he when Chuck first comes into contact with the demon, he gets towelled up. Yep. He yeah. gets thrown around. It's quickly established that this guy is far far stronger and far more powerful than Chuck would be. Yeah. So at the very least, we're trying to set. And I think he even says it to him, doesn't he? Something along the lines of, you know, this bloke just kicks your ass, even though you've shot him directly in the chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then old mate goes, he had a bulletproof vest on. <laughs> I don't know about you, but even shot fucking once in with a bulletproof yeah. vest, you're going down. Point blank. Yeah. It doesn't... It doesn't it, it's tastes, not, it would take fucking, all the breath out of you. It's not Captain America's shield. It's no. like... It's, <laughs> it still it's knocks you off your feet and stuff. Piece. It just saves you from being... Killed. Killed by the bullet. But I did like that, because at least we were trying to say that Chuck's up against something that he can't deal with. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to it later that that turned out to not be the case. Yeah. yeah. This should be in the dislikes, but it was in my likes. Just before that, when they're, when they're shaking down the... the, the <laughs> that drug dealer or whatever. <laughs> and then he gets into the little chat, which is so... Speaking of pedestrian, the dialogue between, yeah, you know, can hit me or whatever... The fact that Chuck hits him and fucking launches him <laughs> over the hood of a car. Yeah. It's just, it just he, made me laugh. He, the lunacy of it all. He raises the pimp off the ground with a kick to the nuts. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Yep. But I also love the fact that Chuck can stand there and get hit in the face. Like, right in the fucking chops. Yeah, yeah. And then just... Nothing happened. I mean, Chuck, at least your wig's going to be sort of pushed slightly oh, yeah, off, yeah. off centre. <laughs> yeah. Your wig's going to be over a bit, mate. You're going to need to fucking straighten that seat I'm up. still on it. This did not convince me that he wasn't oh, there wearing a should have got a beard comb out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when everything's back in place. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've loosened a few hairs. Um, no, yeah, he'd also added to it. Yeah, yeah. There was a rug on top, but then, <laughs> then we had, like, it was extensions because he was fucking, it was Moulay. Oh, but he was Moulay in 1994 yeah. or 92. Yeah. I think it was filmed. Yep. No one had a mullet in 92, mate. No. Come on. There's a few issues like that for Chuck, but yeah. also we'll keep them up the sleeve. Oh, again, Aaron Norris, he's never going to, as I said, he's never going to become a craftsman, but the scene when Chuck walks into his hotel room and it's dark and he just sort of walks in, opens the door, 
keeps walking and then the lightning flashes and there's one of these fucking minions right behind where the door is mm. and attacks him. Nice shot. And yeah. I thought that fight was kind of where the film, the only time the film really gets a pulse racing. But there was a bit of a problem with that too. I'm sure yeah, there was, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you know what I mean. Like, th th there's lightning going off. It's not e not really that easy to see what's happening. But there's you know punches and kicks flying, and yeah. it's the first time Chuck's kind of unloaded his his feet. Yeah. In the action, so I felt that kind of scene was all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm putting it out there. I don't know how I missed it, but when he kind of going into the spoilers, very brief spoilers, because it's not not much of a spoiler yeah. if you're paying any sort of attention. <laughs> but when. Brosatanos is revealed to be Loxley. Loxley. I kind of sat there for a second and went, oh. <laughs> it's like, I think my senses have been so dulled that I wasn't expecting them to fucking throw something like that at me. And I was like, oh. Did shit. you pep up for a minute after that? Like, I pepped up for about oh, 10 shit, seconds and then I went, oh. No, 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 back no, no, back. And Loxley, Loxley is fucking cracking one of the worst hairdos yeah. ever. <laughs> It's a skull. I mean, <laughs> she's a bald on. She's a, a skull. Yeah, yeah, she's a full, full bald skull. He's committed to that for centuries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and never pull it back yeah. when you your bald spot, when your fucking hairline starts <laughs> in the middle of your head. Like bring it forward, like, I mean, like do something with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've had four hundred years to figure it out. <laughs> The, um, the, that's what I liked about the Kurgan in, in Highlander. The Kurgan has to adapt his look a little bit, gets with the times. The personality has to change. If I'm going to be uh, someone who's very powerful and sticks out that way, might as well look like a biker. Yes. This guy, no, no adaptation, hasn't adapted his personality, hasn't built any charisma. <laughs> He's just a dickhead to everyone. That's his... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's his uh, that's his personality type to make yeah. sure that people don't get too close. To Hasn't figured yeah. out that when you look at people, don't try to make your eyebrows touch the fucking yeah. the, the, your hairline. Basically, <laughs> if you're at antiquities and you want to schmooze with the billionaires that could potentially get the artifacts that you want, yeah. non-violent. Tell a joke if you want. Yeah. Tell a joke. Act like the expert. Be the expert. That's great, mm. but. Stop acting like a dickhead to everyone and if you want to get in. Can I ask, how did he become? Mm. Did, did has he just been when he got released? Did he just become? Well, he's Lockley? been hanging around since nineteen fifty-one with nothing to do. So he had thirty years. So to I get thought antiquities do was where we go. Yeah, yeah, stole some money. Went well, to university. He's obviously just gone, gone, he gone into the avenue to to, to find his little fucking scepter. He'd know all the answers. He'd be like, <laughs> except he'd write the wrong things on the test. Yeah. He'd, be, yeah, yeah. he'd be sitting there saying, "This is what happened," and then if he got like a fifty-four percent <laughs> on his essay, he'd be blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be going, "You have no fucking idea." About I was history. <laughs> I literally wrote an essay on myself. This is an autobiograph autobiographical piece of essence. Do not tell me he had a full head of hair. You're fucking looking at him. And he doesn't have a full head of hair. Uh, and then when he can't get what he wants, he starts going, talking in his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He disappears and reappears. Is, and so he seems to have been... book and changes the grades. He seems to have been deep. Seems to have been somewhat depowered. Like, he seems, still seems to have powers, but he's kind of been 
he, he doesn't have his full range. So, I mean, I want to see... There's, there's a 10-episode CV series in The Adventures from 1951 to 1994. The amount of times he's absolutely seething about something, but he can't really... Yeah. It's him coming through university. If he was played by Matt Berry. That would be magic. You just wrote the pilot. Oh, this, is just, this, this has legs. <laughs> I think we'd have to buy the rights off Chuck... But I suggest they be going for a song. <laughs> fifty bucks. Uh, I'll give you fifty bucks. I'll buy that yeah, stupid fucking yeah. machine. Buy a gym, and I'll give you the rights. Just buy. It. I've got a couple left in the garage. Uh, <laughs> Take one off the hands, and you can have the rights to the film. I'll get an ab roller as well. Yeah, I'll throw in a free ab in the back of your car, mate. And oh, look at this! I just happened to have found a box of action jeans in your size. <laughs> Package deal. 50 bucks. <laughs> Look, I'll take all that. I'll take all that. But you can fucking stick the bloody um, exercise machine up your ass. Because I've got one of those ones you hang on your door. <laughs> I need your shit. <laughs> all right, you got anything else? Because I had nothing. See, he's really <laughs> fell away. <laughs> I'll tell you the other time I perked up was when the partner says to him, why don't you just cut my nuts off with a dumbass knife? And I thought at, at that point I was thinking exactly the same yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cut my fucking nuts off while you're at it. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got about half an hour to go, and I think I was referring to that and let me leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, him being hungry, the partner being hungry every two minutes had some legs. <laughs> yeah. They did not milk that I anywhere know. near well enough. They should have had things where they went and bought something, and then he they, finally almost got to eat it. Then knocked he, out of his head. He's still gone, but his, yeah, yeah, his yeah. Uh, hot dog flew out the window. I was like, you know. A demon the reappeared. The kind of shit that Frank Dremmer been doing, I'll you know? tell you why it didn't work, because most of it was left on Chuck's shoulders to, to kind of... Oh, run the gag. Run that gag, yeah. And Are he we, just... Have yeah. we Same with the good cop, bad cop stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I said yeah. for a bit. I had a bit of banter, but it didn't yeah. work. Didn't Are we going to talk about the blind priest? Oh, yeah, now we're getting there. That's <laughs> That's, is that a like or a That's dislike? That's dislike. But if we feel like it's a like, let's talk about it. I mean, I laughed. I have to laugh. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they come across that blind priest. And firstly, I didn't realise he was actually blind, so fuck, I was obviously paying plenty of attention to what was going on. They literally yeah, say the blind, it in the car. The blind audience members didn't have any notice. <laughs> I didn't notice. I read it in the Greek subtitles. <laughs> See, that's where you had us be. Uh, yeah, I, 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 got it. I must admit, Adam, I, like Maddie said, oh, the blind, he's blind. I said, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We Greek... were watching a copy with Greek subtitles. He said, "Yeah, I just read it." it yeah. was the I saw the Greek subtitles, and it reminded me of when I was in Greek, and I was saying to everyone, "I'm blind," because I got really hammered. Yeah. Was, know, you I remember the word? word. <laughs> I had a positive association, oh, but I did not shit. hear it when they said it. That is funny. <laughs> but funny. he tells the story about how they're up against the devil. I believe is what he, how he puts it. Yeah, Chuck. Essentially, no, his voice doesn't modulate in Chuck one says, fucking bit. We're finding out he's a servant of Satan. Chuck says exactly this at him. He goes, who is this servant of Satan or Prostatanus or whatever you call him? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. mildly Are you mildly shocked? Yeah. Are you, is there any fear? Has your heart you just, rate Are you ordering a large, large Big Mac meal? Because yeah. I can't tell. There's Slight no. agitation. Yeah. Yeah, there's that's, a little, there's, that's his range. I saw him sort of tighten briefly. But then... The blind bloke 
tells us to leave. And it escalates. <laughs> escalating. Four leaves. <laughs> slowly ascending. One of them ends up with leave. <laughs> <laughs> that guy hasn't seen people in 20 years. <laughs> Aaron Norris, you know, you're supposed to direct this boat. <laughs> yeah. You cut some of those well, leaves Well, it sounded out, like he, he had just had his nuts removed with a dumb one. Leave. <laughs> As I said, it made me remember pieces fondly. <laughs> I still haven't got on that. You got to get on the list. Yeah, that, the bastard, bastard, bastard. 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 <laughs> so at least she pauses dramatically and then goes, Bastard! One more time. <laughs> really ram it home. You are an absolute bastard. <laughs> This guy, you see, to me, you start Shit. low down, and then, like high up in the register, then come down when you want him to leave, you know, because then it's getting more and more sort of aggressive. Serious, yeah. Fucking <laughs> hell. I can tell you though, if I'd have been standing next to him while he was launching that last one, I would have fucking left. No, you wouldn't have to ask me twice. We happy we got no more likes? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're yeah. considering that one a lot. Okay, dislikes. I mean, although I said that when you're putting a supernatural sort of horror film out and you're going against type, you need to play with the conventions of what Chuck Norris is. Mm. So you take away the fighting. Yeah. But on the opposite hand, the movie's so fucking boring. Yeah. There needed to (laughs) be more of him putting foot to face. The problem is, Adam, we got the sense very early on that they weren't going to do that. So at that point you're saying, well, where the fuck is the fighting? Yeah, yeah. And there was no, there was very little of that. Either. Yeah. To me, that's the reason. Like, and I know it's 1994 and Chuck's going for something different, but Chuck Chuck was a Spuds and Burger guy. So you easily. You do play straight down the line. Yeah. But you could so easily put it in. They're in a foreign land. They've got foreign police after them. They've got minions of the devil after them. They've got people in this archaeological dig that don't want them finding things. Like, there's so many opportunities. Pickpockets to tell up there. Yeah. (laughs) Instead, they're getting clubbed in the face by by some sort of... Some weird antiquities dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, his his partner, and this is where I'm going to get to the acting portion, where I break it down into three separate performances that I like to comment on. Chuck Norris does not change expressions at all. Yeah. Part of the reason why you yeah. can't go outside of what he would normally do is because he can't, can't act. He hasn't got the ability. Well, yeah. he can't, yeah. I mean, Van Damme can give you something. Even as as, as less an actor as he would be mm. in comparison to, I mean, you know, the, the heavy hitters of that period, the Willis's and the Stallones and that, they yeah. could give you performance. That was yeah. because they were capable actors. You get lower down... This is where I look at this movie and I say, well, we can't go outside the formula. I mean... We can't. We've got to just keep kicking people's asses every ten minutes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's two levels of dislike here, Adam. Are we past saying performance when it comes to Chuck? Because well, we the are. guy is just talking. Yeah. As you said, he's, just, he's a man who stood in front of cameras for a living and just talked. <laughs> there's, no, there's, no, there's no nuance to any of it. As like, I said, I've never seen the bloke so animated was when he was standing next to Christy Brinkley saying, when you go like this, when you pull this thing, you get stronger. Feel the burn. I can feel this. I can feel this is like an eight. Yeah. And, and my thinking is, no, it's not a... No, 
using the word performance is wrong. <laughs> well, it is. It's wrong. You can't use it because he's just—he's just like dead. Everything's deadpan. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what he's trying to pull. <laughs> he's yanking on some sort of body gym. I don't know what he's trying to do with his performance. I think no. it's always this tough guy bullshit. Well, he he thinks that this like every time you see him, it's either deadly serious or I mean, this was light-hearted, Chuck, and it looked exactly the same as Deadly Serious when he's talking to his partner and going, oh, we're not getting something, I've got the per diem and all this sort of shit, and it's trying to be funny and trying to be... Yeah. And Chuck's just got no delivery. He doesn't Nothing. deliver anything that gives you any... You could guarantee that when Die Hard came out in 1988, Chuck's people said, we need to get on this, we'll, we'll come up with our own. Yeah, and then yeah. they said, you know, he cries in that movie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna steer clear of this. <laughs> we can't go there with Chuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's just—he has no, no way to to give you anything. So you can't go outside of what is best for him. And the problem with this film is, I would have rather he just kicked the shit out of everybody. For, for <laughs> exactly. Like every every why ten minutes, have gone to hell and fought the devil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have been okay with that. Yeah. Yep. But the fact that it's an hour before he kicks anyone's ass. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, and this, here's doing? the problem. That's the one that you mentioned where it's in the dark. And the fucking Go-Go boys would have known that this is formula well, you want. The one, the, the one that we have at that hour starts in the dark. Yeah. So we miss some of it. Yeah, yeah, true. We don't see Chuck kicking and punchy. We just kind of get silhouettes of it or like... Yeah. And then finally we get it. But then it's fucking... It's... it's Chopped in with a little bit of that comedic music again while his partner's on the <laughs> on the phone kind of, you know, talking off the boss, who, am I not mistaken, but then she comes around to thinking, oh, is he interested in yeah. by the end of that conversation? That cruel joke. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. It was just all, a, it was a shambles. What would make you think, as a woman, that Chuck Norris was into you? When his face fucking never registers anything other than straight. Yeah. Did you see his nose twitch or something? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, like, was there a... Right, okay. So he got a boner. You saw his boner. His boner would physically lift up <laughs> while they were uh, talking. His boner goes fucking... <laughs> Rips Bro, it through his pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes... Hey, Pops out like an alien. Oh. Hello. <laughs> like an alien out of the chest. No, it, it doesn't... It, 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 it can't rip through his jeans because they're actually jeans. <laughs> That's right. It's a bit of flex. It head the jeans. It head the action jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh. But you know what I mean? Like, they have several instances where Chuck's kind of, like, meant to be a ladies' man. Yeah. And in I the, mean... In the, like, immediately, she's looking at him... Oh. It's about the third sentence where there's a bit of a swoon. The guy's dressed like something out of Miami Vice in 1994. <laughs> supposedly 1994. He's dressed up. Really, 1992. He's in jeans and a suit jacket in the fucking heat of Israel. <laughs> Good one, mate. <laughs> yeah. Although it's also, a fucking piss funny moment where the guy goes, the, the police chief goes, Dress appropriately. <laughs> the guy tells him dress appropriately when they go to see the police yeah, chief. Yeah, yeah. He fucking goes back to his apartment, puts on some jeans, <laughs> a wired shirt, some Timberlands, and a fucking suit jacket. Yep. And I'm just like, Chuck. He was mucking around with Appropriate, mate. He was mucking around with his sunglasses every two minutes yeah, yeah. as well. That you know the, cool the other part of that? Maddie was laughing because 
he described coming across this as part of a routine investigation. And we kind of started giggling and sort of said, you know, mate, a body fell on your car. And you went to confront a bloke and had a fucking human heart hurled at you by a man <laughs> who walked off two bullets. Like, what part of that was a routine investigation? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. you don't have to tell her the details, yeah. but you say that was part of an interesting yeah. investigation. <laughs> you say, fuck, fuck what went on last night. I can't get my head around it. Yeah, I can't tell you, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> must be a really rough neighbourhood. <laughs> I mean, I've been drinking for fucking four days straight trying to forget this <laughs> imagine him going home to his wife what, what happened today and kicked a pimp in the dick and I- <laughs> someone flung a heart at me from across the dark room and look Chuck's got no fucking funny bone <laughs> no I think I think it's been fucking removed or something <laughs> but coming back to it He's the second performance for me to look at. The partner. Yep. Look, he's at least trying. He's and as far as performances go, he, he's not a bad actor. No. He is just given fuck all the Bad do. lines. Uh, and he's, he's, he, he can't strike. When you're rubbing two sticks yeah, yeah. together, you know, you need them both well, to uh, work to strike sparks. Put it this way. When you've got the, the stick, you're rubbing it back and forth, and there's no spark. What do you do? You fucking keep rubbing, you rub it harder. You, that's what he's doing, the whole movie. What he's you just, do is you get another stick. <laughs> you pull out a flamethrower. Yeah, you yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. You say, you're fucking surplus, mate. Get off. It's like it's like a, those um, dry reads in the auditions. Somebody's got the script in front of them and they yeah. just literally say the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got to come up with all the emotions. And yeah. And he goes too far. Because he's trying too hard. He's he trying to do something with whatever they're giving him. And there is a very stereotypical element of the role for the the, the black guy at that time. And, yeah. And, Which yeah. is really out of place it's in pretty, Israel. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty <laughs> poor when you think about it. But, I mean, he's the, the worst part of it for me is he's the worst cop I've ever seen in my life. He doesn't seem to be able to do anything. He gets he All can, he does is want to eat and bitch and moan about yeah, being there. But he can't find, he can't find any food. He gets his pocket picked a couple of times. Are um, you a detective? He gets knocked out. He gets knocked out. Like By someone he knows who's following him, and he knows it's him. Yep. I, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's a pretty bad role. His performance is, is passable, but just given nothing, and the whole buddy cop type of element they're trying to go for, it doesn't work because of Norris. Yeah. No, fuck no. And I mean... We spoke about this. If you put this in, in in Lethal Weapon, you get Danny Glover and Mel Gibson at that time. Well, you put them in this movie. <laughs> no, no, fuck. You don't put them in this movie, but you put this situation together where those two are there and and Mel Gibson's running with it, I've got the per diem, and not yeah. giving Danny Glover anything, and Danny Glover's telling him, I'm fucking hungry, yeah. and all this sort of stuff. That They make it work. Yeah, yeah. Make a but wife Chuck joke in there. Yeah. He cannot make it work. He can't make it work. When he takes the money, there's no comedic, there's no line, <laughs> and so you look at him and go, you're just being a dick. Yeah, like, yeah. you're not... Whereas if it's Gibson and Glover, it's funny. There's some there's some sharp dialogue back and forth. There's banter between There's some, you know, Roger, you're wearing a girdle. You're not allowed to eat or something, you know, yeah, like yeah. this. And th- I said to Maddie, there's one part where Norris gets the money back yeah. from the kid. Yeah. And there's kind of this recognition that, oh, you've got the money. I'm like, that's the perfect time to hand all the money to the kid and say, I'll give you that if you take us to where we just said we were looking for. Yeah. 
and the other bloke gets incredulous. Yeah, that's what I mean. They, they, they can't even do that. They just fucking let that opportunity slide. I mean, the script would have stuffed it up. Yeah. They probably tried it. Yeah, no, the, the, script, <laughs> the script, again, stamping on his fucking toe constantly. Chuck, hand the child the money. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, the script is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what? You could have given Chuck Norris lethal weapon and he would have fucked it up. He would have fucked it up. Guaranteed. That's what I'm talking about. Lethal Fair Weapon's enough. fucking excellently written script in the hands of Chuck Norris. And it's a mess. You may as well rip it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. this is why Chuck never ascended. So this is the question. Could Danny Glover and Mel Gibson have saved this? <laughs> well, the answer is yes. They would have made it watchable. <laughs> yeah, I would have watched it because those two would have fucking... They would have improvised and shit. Yeah, so the, yeah. Chuck, I, I would guarantee, I would bet my left testicle mm. that Chuck doesn't improvise. It's he just been no, moved with a dull button. He does, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he does improvise, but the only things he has is yes, no, <laughs> yeah, or uh, what do you mean that guy, yeah. or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Terrible. Yeah. Those two would have improvised. Yeah. And it would have turned it into something slightly yeah, better. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't have been great. It feels like the bones, like I said at the beginning, it feels like the bones of a good movie, but with Gibson no and Glover at the helm. Gibson and Glover, two and a half. Yeah, yeah it's got Gibson and Glover in it. Two and a half. Minimum. But it, with Norris, it's shit. And the poor guy in the secondary role, surely after a couple of days in Israel, I'm going, oh, fuck, what am I in for? You yeah, know, like yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I realise I'm not getting anything out of this. Because my partner in crime is just hopeless. Also, yeah. Maddie, Maddie pointed out a couple of times whenever whenever he's pissing and moaning about the AC, he seems to be wearing a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Take that off for Take starters, off. you idiot. Take it off. Israel's warm, isn't it? Because jeans is not the way to go in Israel. Obviously. No. They dress no. the same way for Chicago. That they wear it. It's fucking unbelievable. You guys didn't even pack the conditions, you dickhead. Like, tied up in all that, it's just... Just in general, Chuck's strike rate for quips and oh. attempted and, and quips landed is fucking agonisingly low. <laughs> it's terrible. I don't even think any of them land in this oh. one. There's no good... Yeah. <laughs> Another analogy. Fucking Chuck's like a, a number 11 batsman fishing ass close <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a fast bowler yeah, and not yeah. hitting fucking anything. Yeah. You know, he's just... He's, he's, his one-liners have no... No width. No pep. I've got... <laughs> The closest bit to emotion we get is when the when the uh, he says I'm the sergeant. Yeah. He's like, why do you think I have you here? That's yeah, as yeah. close as we get to any sort of. Because I'm a sergeant, and you're not. I mean, I'll yeah. give you another analogy, Adam. <laughs> Last night I was watching a basketball game where there was one bloke who was shooting like an absolute. He's a shooter, but he was shooting like an absolute busted ass. <laughs> he was one for twelve at one point. But he kept he kept pulling up off the dribble and jacking him up. And the commentators were just like, I mean, Jesus, you got to go somewhere else when this is going on. And one of them actually said. Well, if you're not going somewhere else, that's when the coach says, yeah, come and sit next to me. And that's what Aaron Norris should have done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chuck, stop. We Don't just say that. We just heard back from Charles Bronson's people. He's available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can sit this Sons. one Ooh, I'd like to see this with Charles and Charles. Imagine, imagine with Bronson Give me Ponzi. Give me Ponzi at least. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Norris is bad. Bronson was bad too. But Bronson, at least there was some emotion. Bronson started as an actor. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a tough guy. Well, he was always. He started as a fucking roughneck or something. Didn't he? 
<laughs> we can remake this. <laughs> Don't you worry, mate. I tell you right you can now. give us an oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah remade with Robert Bronzy in the top. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when a body falls on the bonnet of your car and Chuck Norris gives you a shit, I, I think <laughs> yeah. Bronzy could give it to you with a little more pepper. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. The dad that was a routine night for Chuck, so maybe that's why he was so blasé about that body landing on his yeah. body. I've fucking seen prostitutes thrown out of my car many times. <laughs> oh, her performance is fucking Awful. horrendous, the prostitute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Yep>. Christ. That <laughs> acting bad dialogue. She said something along the lines of, what was it? She said, don't you know it's the playoffs? <laughs> you know the playoffs? Then she goes, <laughs> she's trying to she's trying to drum up more business. Oh, yeah, 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 in the shower for another fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like you got that guy anyway. Any. And then the third third performance is Pasatanos. Yeah, Talk about going over the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you think about the face change? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'd go in the shadow for a second and come out easily. Yeah. Like, yeah. demon, yeah. demon version. And his his constant sort of maniacal laughing that was happening. Yeah, yeah. It always had the it always had the the distorted effect yeah. on it. Ooh, oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> stop it! He sounded like a candy man. And he would stop. He'd stop and then go. <laughs> Stop doing it. I mean, you described it as cartoonish. That's that's charitable. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, I loved it too when he rips the bike's heart out and it's clear it's like a fucking toy or something. He <laughs> like throws it at No blood. No blood at all. It's oh, got more like wow. the pipes hanging <laughs> Very plastic. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. You blokes. Spend a bit of money for fuck. That's as close to it. That's a, like the banter. Oh, I have some yeah. heart. Yeah, oh no. You got no heart. Here, you have one. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, oh, I've got questions in the Chuck's corner. Yeah. Are we sure he's not a fucking robot or something? I think it might be. He escaped from fucking Westworld. Animatronic. <laughs> they developed the technology but didn't tell us because he was making so much money. <laughs> yeah, Cannon Fields were like, shit, should we tell someone this guy's a robot? No, no, that's not bother. The funny thing too, Adam, I mean, I have to laugh that Chuck Norris's net worth these days is $80 million. That probably all came from Cannon trying to save their studio. <laughs> Throwing cash at the man. <laughs> well, he would have been during that heady period of, you know, Stallone getting twelve million for over the top. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yep. money was getting chucked around all over mm-hmm. the joint, and Chuck would have been on the receiving end of some of that cash because somehow he was supposedly a a star. Fuck, I don't know how the stuff at the start goes on for far too long. Fifteen minutes before we even see Chuck. Yeah. I mean, you cannot have a naughty bit of Chuck film and you're not going to give me Chuck from minute one. No, no. <laughs> like, yeah. opening minutes, you're accept... whipping the shit out of five blokes. Yeah, I'll accept three to five. Tops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to wrap I'll that let shit you up. <laughs> I'll let you set the scene with the devil for three to five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I want Chuck Norris kicking the bejesus out yeah. of half a dozen blokes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if I don't have Chuck kicking the devil in the balls <laughs> by minute five, there's trouble. I'm genuinely upset that he didn't fight the devil. 
Yeah. Well, was what Positanos was the devil's minion. Was a yeah, yeah. minion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's, he does still kick the shit out of one of the devil's minions. Yeah, yes. yeah. The fight between the demons and the knights at the start. Yep. Ugh, that horrible punching sound. When they get a baseball bat and hit a lettuce. Yeah, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> You've come up with that. But on top of all that... The choreography's rubbish. The effects are rubbish. <laughs> Was there anything you liked about it? Other than the and then the main demons thing. I was just like, oh, man, this whole thing's gone bad. Yep. Like, they'd opened well with locations and quality costumes yep. and all that stuff. Yep. I mean, even the big sandstone cross looked actually real (laughs) it didn't look like a piece of styrofoam it just was going to fall out so I was happy with all that then you have a fight that just doesn't cut it that's where Aaron Norris and then we get into the scepter so Maddie Maddie and I were talking about this like the guy tells him, oh, that's the, that's the source of his power. And then the bloke whips out the sword and goes, ah, and starts to break it. And at that point, the priest goes, no, no, what are you doing? And all this sort of stuff. We don't know why he's bothered by any of that. Yeah. It has no bearing on the film because fucking Prostatanos just gets the little piece at the end and that's enough. It doesn't <laughs> matter. They just glue it together. He gets the pieces. They glue it together. Glued back together. But then... They'd fucking walk off and leave it there. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we get that. We get the point later on that oh yeah, there's there's someone's kind of overseeing this and they've left a fake and they're taking the real <laughs> the real one is with the blind the screaming blind monk. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> For some reason, he needs to go and touch it. You seem to be fucking filling in the gap. <laughs> I didn't get any of this. <laughs> exactly. but I was still baffled by where all the pieces had gone. Well, they left because he there. killed eight people. It'd be going around. They gang around the world killing these yeah, people. It appeared that they'd left them. They'd left them there, or you know, however. But then when the guy happened, dug into the hole, he opened up the. It wasn't there. They were still there. Wouldn't, they were still would, would have been there, wouldn't they? Well, that's what I I thought. But then and they, they opened the thing. There. Old mate Positanos burst out and kills him. Yeah. So all they needed to do was say, "Fucking take these and scatter them around fucking eight different continents or eight different countries." Yeah. Sorry. Send six of them to Chicago. Put them in an ocean. Put them in an ocean somewhere. We get the whole fake out because I'm pretty sure that's what you know, they mention a fake. Yeah, they then, do mention a fake. Then the blind monk goes pulling the drawer out. And that's yeah. when he gets killed. Touches it. Touching the Oh, does it? Does I, it? Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the whole you, you time... Guys he knows there's danger. Like, he's telling everyone to go away, and then he goes and gets the most valuable thing that he yeah, can find. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like... Me and Maddie were both kind of sitting there going, surely they could have done a little better with this fucking scepter. Yeah. And how about laying a been... fucking slab of concrete over that yeah. fucking tomb? <laughs> how funny, though. When, you, when, they, when they break into the tomb in... When was it? When was when did they no, first break into one? Yeah. Was it fifty one when they opened up the? Yeah. I believe it was fifty one when they took they stole it. Yeah. Okay, when they open up that tomb, you know we get the, like the hole and we get the shaft of light and everything. It's all dark and dingy in there. And then when they go to 
Israel University or whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah, go yeah. to go to Dr. Loxley's, Professor Loxley's thing, they open his room and fuck, it looks like the inside of that tomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just exactly. one shaft of light over the top of a, yep. a table and I that's mean, it. So Everything else is dark. This is where my pilot starts when he crawls out of the tomb and realises, hmm, I don't have all my powers. Oh, fuck, I have to go to university. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the, you know, the Saved by the Bell, <laughs> the Prostatanos. <laughs> when I wake up in the morning... <laughs> That stuff for that shit. Even screeched together. Yeah, even screeched, yeah. And he keeps... Yeah, it's, it's like... It's kind of like um, Psycho Gore Man in comedy, you know, where Screech, Screech sort of says to him, uh, you know, we should hang out together. I'll rip your fucking head off. <laughs> he just laughs. <laughs> I'll rip your heart out and squeeze it. And Screech is like, oh, Positano. <laughs> <laughs> this is writing itself. I mean, we're going to be in the bit. We need to straight to Batbury and get the okay right now. Yeah, let's go down to the peach pit. Let's stop fucking arguing. <laughs> yeah, 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 look, look, Have again. you thought about a haircut? Fuck <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What's the title? Detention. <laughs> Fuck you, Mr. Belding. <laughs> <laughs> Useless cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the fact that the rabbi's name was Mordecai Schindler. <laughs> <laughs> the name generator was definitely out of there. Oh, oh shit. God's sake. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we could do a little better than that, I think. Oh, yeah. I also can't get past the the fucking music, the comedic music that was going on on the drive from the police station to yeah. the airport to the police station, where, as Maddie said, there's more more te- pretty terrible attempts at comedy. But then we get this comedic music, and I, I did perk up at one point again, Adam, where we seem to be building up these naked gun-style sequences <laughs> where they're driving past a bloke who's leaning over to pick something up. And I'm like, are they going to clip him and send him flying? We're going to get a car, clip this poor bastard on the date, and he's going to go flying. You know what? Chuck would be good at that sort of shit. That deadpan <laughs> delivery yeah, just when don't the tell stupidity's him happening. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just tell him it's a serious film, but then chuck the rest of that stuff in later. Stupidity's happening around him, and Chuck just, deadpan. chuck just deadpans it up. Be perfect. They also throw in that lethal weapon style music, though. So you've got the the chanting choir yeah. for the horror stuff. Yeah. You got Buddy Beavis and Butthead or whatever, whatever. <laughs> and then you've got this music where it's kind of like funky, and then they throw in the saxophone. <laughs> it's like there's one where they're breaking into the police station, which is clearly. Unmanned. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, one dude there. That's yeah. in a sleeper hole. Knocked him out. Yeah. That's it. All people's files are up for grabs now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But then they throw that in there. Yeah. So they're climbing so up weird. the they're scuttling up the side of the building and it's going like <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I mean, just the sure hands that were piecing together the, 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 the films. You know, the you know that Golem and Globus were there going, put that in there! <laughs> yeah, It'll yeah. make the movie so much better. The police chief, when he... They're sitting with the, directly across from the police chief, and he goes, Chuck goes, I can assume that the rabbi's murder isn't an isolated case. And the chief's going... <laughs> He's got eight files piled up. He's like, <laughs> he closes it like, no, it's got nothing to do with any of this. Yeah. 
<laughs> we were talking about that they could have just they could have just done that over the phone. Yeah, but they get hauled to Israel, and the guy says, "I like to be thorough or whatever." We'll start nine weeks ago when he arrives in the country. <laughs> Chuck should be sitting there going. I mean, this happened two days ago, <laughs> and the first I know of the guy was when his fucking heart was thrown at me. <laughs> I know nothing about what you're talking about. Because to me, I, we, we didn't need to go to Israel. No, like, no. To me, well, the movie should have been in Chicago. The Chicago cop who has no idea <laughs> that this, you know, he's way out of his yeah. depth. This yeah, shit has come to his town. Well, your company's going bankrupt. <laughs> I know. You, you, you shoot from, in Romania you or are Israel. From Israel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it did have a subspecies kind of feel to it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what you're saying is it was done for tax write-off purposes. Pretty much. I think it yeah. was like, yeah, the, if you're going to go that direction, at least make the reason that they are required to be in Israel a little bit more plausible. Yeah. And then he's the only one a, that knows it's a demon and he needs to figure out how to solve the case. And don't give me a police chief that then goes, uh, stay away from the case. Don't do any of your, your civilians, your tourists, you're nothing more. Blah, blah. I know. And then not have that come back. We don't see that yeah. guy again. We don't see the police causing... <laughs> I mean... That's where you get a punch-up from. Or we do. Right? He like steals Chuck. the information he needs without any Well, I've got a, right. any he resistance at all. He gets into the police station and puts a bloke in a sleeper hole. That's as close as we get to revisiting that whole conversation about... But to me, the they best way to handle it... jail after about three hours of being in there. Yeah. Well, they would have mucked something up culturally five oh, <laughs> well, minutes in. There's yeah. only one bloke in there, so they didn't have the manpower. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe trying to put a kid in their car and drive away. Not yeah. a good idea. <laughs> Um, I'm a cop, not from Iliad. <laughs> the way to do it would have been that they come across Positanos ripping the heart out of that bloke and getting yeah. a piece of the <coughs> scepter back. Yeah. And they arrest him. Yeah. And they have to extradite him back to Israel. Or the girls. Because that's where he's from. Yeah. But that's taking him right back into the the yeah. place where he needs to be to find the final piece. Mm. Mm. And then suddenly he's on the run. Yeah, yeah. And... Chuck and that are stuck in Israel. Yeah. Well, the him. girl has some information that they, no one else believes. Oh, the and... girl! What a fucking waste of time that was. <laughs> what was the point of her involvement? She was other a than the fact that she was a princess. A princess. She, there's two, two or three but scenes where she's involved. What? I mean, <laughs> they go, oh yeah, um, that's a picture of her father. The fucking blah blah blah. Oh yeah. The, 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 are you telling me her father is a fucking? She's part of some sort of royal family? Last time I checked, she had an American accent. The Americans don't have a royal family. Yeah, like, yeah. But they they keep running with this, and it's just like, well, they, they get to that point at the end, and I was just like... She might well, have married him. Huh? It's, but it's, simply, it's simply the only option available. Yeah. So even if you're going that route, mm. there are no other options explored. Yeah. So they start talking about royal blood... Well, I mean, I, I mean, I was three. I was fucking asleep, and I still managed to work out. Yeah, it's probably you didn't notice the fucking yodeling, the yodeling bug at the real part of the scepter. 
in that entire sequence, I didn't know he had the real scepter or that he was fucking blind. So uh, that tells you how, how, how much closely I was keeping tab. You're like, his acting's horrible. He can't even look directly at the actor he's talking to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh man, I should be ashamed of myself. No doubt about it. Um, but that whole romantic angle, even though it's barely kind of touched upon, yeah, it's irrelevant. It, yeah. There was no need for any of it. Yeah, it feels almost like an additional bantering type of sequence. You know, you got him and the other guy talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that dated horribly, by the way. When you rank her out of 10, don't say a 12. No oh, man. <laughs> that dated Honestly. so badly. But you also, you get into this place She comes down, she's dressed like a librarian. I was like, well, I think a 12 will be going. Bring it back. Are you talking, are you talking fucking Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, uh, look, <laughs> where you get to with her anyway... You you don't you don't go any anywhere near the romantic angle because her role in the film as it stands is exactly the same whether Chuck was leering at her or not. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't go on a date or anything, they don't do any of that, it's just he and saves. That's it. That would have been the worst date of all time. Oh no, I think we should have gone there. Like I reckon part of a teleseries. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, the yeah. spin-off. <laughs> Chuck's dating. Chuck's What's the show dating called? Is it called Prostatata? <laughs> they, could do, they could have a speed dating where Chuck and Prostatatus are there. <laughs> and yeah. the girls are telling them yeah. about and, the uh, and, and Chuck's going, well, I'm a Chicago police officer and, you know, I do this, that and the other. And Prostatatus is going, I destroy worlds. <laughs> 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 the ladies are going, scoring him yeah. as a yes. I like to see it. Like <laughs> at the end, they go, Chuck, there was no, there was no connections for you, mate. Yeah, I, I, I like to see it as like a, a, a modern reimagining of perfect strangers. They're <laughs> <laughs> both living in a fucking like, apartment together. <laughs> Yeah, Chuck yeah. is watching to make sure he doesn't get the staff, but they've got to do day-to-day things. Yeah, no, and every night he has to come home and fucking put him in a sleeper hole because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. after the speed dating where the person says there are zero connections, Chuck fucking kicks them unconscious and Prostatanos goes, ah, and we leave. See, Chuck is having a date in the apartment. And Prosatanos <laughs> is turning up naked behind her, <laughs> just appearing and then disappearing. Yeah. Every laugh. time she looks, yeah. he disappears. Yeah. <laughs> or he appears behind Chuck and then he just disappears again. <laughs> oh, this has got fucking sitcom written all over it. God, if Perfect Strangers could get seven seasons, I mean, this, is <laughs> this is definitely far more odd couple for me. But as far as that emotional, that... Um, romantic angle you do not put him in that position because he can't do it yeah no he can't do it so if you want to create some kind of romance and I think that's probably why it's it's only fleeting Mm. is because Chuck can't do it he's got no capability yeah you're right so why would you put him in that position yep I had nothing else other than the fact that I find it highly amusing that to defeat one of Satan's minions, you just kick him in the head a few times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I find but, that rather strange. But also, um, I think the last 
the last dislike again. It was pretty damn funny, but it has to be Prostatanos dying, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Where he takes a moment to realise he's dying, and then kind of looks and kind of goes. <laughs> Again, just just a that shade over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a touch. But the thing is, he was doing Chuck's performance as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was just kind of trying to get in on anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anything else? Anything else? No, that was that was yeah, the last one. We've torn this one to shreds. That was Hellbound. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes, and Spotify. Email us at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of the next film. I believe I, we promised Young Guns about six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the perfect time to, to do it. But until then, take it easy, everyone, and we'll catch you all later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.